finding my so-called USP, the unique selling point, or how I call it, the unicorn special power, was not easy either, and um, was actually pointed out by a client um, of mine that I make things easy. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Welcome to this week's podcast, where we start a new series about authentic marketing. In these episodes, it's just me <laughs> instead of with a guest. Uh, I sometimes do this, so you have uh, just my lovely voice in here. And um, so what is authentic marketing all about? I, I recently published a book about it. If you want to check it out, you can uh, do that on creativestartupacademy.com books, and there you find all my books. But I thought, why not turn this also in a podcast and give you some value? And why did I actually write this book? Well, some is a personal motivation and some things have to do with what's happening in the world. And as you might know, my background is marketing advertising, as I mentioned in um, previous episodes as well, um, on uh, in the various social media posts, so you might know this. And um, when I started my own business, all of a sudden I had to think about how I market myself and my business. And even though I had all the knowledge and all the tools uh, due to my previous experience, it wasn't easy. Um, it's one of these things, you know, where it's easier to do for clients than uh, for yourself. And finding my so-called USP, the unique selling point, or how I call it, the unicorn special power, was not easy either. And um, was actually pointed out by a client um, of mine that I make things easy. So I wrote this book and I'm creating this podcast um, because marketing is essential for every business. Um, because if you don't tell people that you exist, no one will know that um, that you exist actually and no one will actually buy from you and lots of times people think marketing is fake and all lies and don't get me wrong this can be the case but I believe that authentic marketing can have a bigger impact and will be for sure more fun for you and others and it takes away the blocking point that some people have when they hear the word marketing and in the end you can learn marketing by using different tools testing adjusting and optimizing but being authentic is not so easy as you think because sometimes we don't know what's our authentic self and the authentic essence of our business and if you are authentic you can have real impact on yourself the people around you and your clients so uh, this podcast is in four parts as usual but uh, which is handy because also the book is in four parts <laughs> and part one is all about your authentic self so why be authentic I think my my theme of life my motto if you want so is you always need to be yourself to be truly happy because if you're pretending to be someone else it will be too exhausting and you will always suppress things if you are not authentic, people will also feel that something is not right. It will be more difficult to build trust and real relationships. So just be yourself in life will be much easier, I can tell you. And uh, to get started, to think about when are you actually yourself, think about these questions. In which situations would you say you are not 100% yourself and why? And in which ones are you completely yourself and why? And another thing is to think about who are you actually? <laughs> what's the real you and how has it changed 
over time. And um, because you need to accept that things change in your life, uh, for yourself, um, to then uh, be able to accept it and be flexible and um, to change. Change is good, you know. <laughs> so make sure um, you accept that things might change. And check in, see who you are at any point in your life. And um, ask yourself what you like, what you don't like about yourself, about others. What would other people say who you really are? Um, and what really makes you happy? And there's some exercises also in the book that you can go through. But these uh, kind of questions uh, should get you actually started with thinking about who you truly are. Another thing maybe um, to get to know yourself a bit better is your motivation. Because knowing yourself also means knowing what motivates you. And what is motivation? There's an official definition um, by the business uh, dictionary I would like to quote. It's internal and external factors that stimulate desire and energy in people to be continually interested and committed to a job, role or subject, or to make an effort to attain a goal. That was quite long. Um, motivation results from the interaction of both conscious and unconscious factors. So I find this definition quite good because it's um, it's saying it's not only consciously created by you, but also by external factors in subconscious mind. Um, and things don't always go to plan. External circumstances might change. Your life might change. Priorities might change. This is why knowing what motivates you is so important. And there's so many. Um, motivational theories out there and you can choose and read up about them a bit more if you want to dive deeper into this topic. Um, I want to give you two. One is external and internal motivation and this is not the same as intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. Um, so let's look at the internal motivation as something that you do because you're satisfying a need that you have. You eat because you're hungry. And external motivation is something that you do to avoid a consequence you don't like. So if a doctor tells you if you don't lose weight, you will get health issues. Hmm. And then there's um, towards to and away from. For example, if you want to start your own business and you think, I can't wait to get away from my current job because I really don't like it, you are more an away from motivated person. If you think, I'm looking forward to being my own boss and work for myself, it means you're more to motivate the goal that you're going towards to. And I want you to think about what kind of language you're using and um, in, the, in the next few weeks or days to see what motivates you. Are you more in a towards to or in a way from? And are you more an external or internal motivated person? And that can vary in, within situations, of course. Let's talk about your values as well, because knowing your values and what you and your business stand for is indispensable to be able to define your branding, tone of voice, marketing material, finding your ideal clients and much, much more. So what are values? According to the Oxford English Dictionary, values are principles of standards of behaviors. They are one's judgment of what is important in life. And another way <laughs> to define values, they're the basis from which many of our decisions are made and affect our thoughts and actions. They define what you and your business stand for. 
and um, in the book and also um, online you can check um, some exercises um, to how to define your values important is that you first brainstorm your values um, before you take any value lists or word clouds or anything to get inspired um, because I uh, think if you go to lists first you might forget one of the values um, that might be super important to you and um, then you put them basically in order and check uh, some ask some questions to make sure they're in the right order in the end and the ideal is to come up with your top 10 values and you can also add them to your website for example and just make sure you always deliver on your values and um, <laughs> deliver what you promise basically another big thing is to find your thing <laughs> because everyone has his or her thing but it's not always easy to find out what it is and even though for example I identified a lot of people um, to find theirs uh, I had real difficulties finding mine until a client of mine pointed out for me and said well, you make things easy for people. And this comes easily to me, uh, obviously. And there's a few questions that might help you to um, get into finding your things. So what comes easy to you? What you're good at? Um, what do other people say about you? What would they say you're good at? Um, what do you like doing? What do you do that drives people uh, around you crazy? <laughs> um, what are your biggest strengths? So think about these questions to find your thing. One of the other things I included in the first part of this Authentic Marketing for Startups book is the niche. So why choosing a niche? And a niche is a specification, a sector that you choose within what you're offering and whom you're offering, uh, you are working with. And the more specific you will be, the easier your communication will be, I promise you. <laughs> You will be attracting your ideal client and be more authentic. It's also easier to show your expertise when you are really specific. So don't be afraid to be too narrow. Just because you specify does not mean you won't work in other sectors or with other people. And how do you choose a niche? Well, there's different ways to do that. One is your expertise. Um, where does your experience and the expertise lie? Maybe it's a demographic factor to think about. Um, look at your network. Where do you already have a network that can support you and your journey? Um, and also, what do you enjoy most? Where do you have int what, where, which interests do you have? And maybe you can look at challenges that you or your friends and your family have that you might want to solve. That might be a way to find your niche. And do a bit of competitor research and see what they're doing because this might give you a clue what to do or not to do, actually. <laughs> uh, what does the market want? And um, what are you good at? And last but not least, of course, what is and what feels authentic to you? Okay, so that's really a few things for you to think about. How can you choose your niche? Another thing, then, once you, you uh, define that, once you know what you stand for, all these things that we already talked about, is to think about what will you actually offer. And um, let's talk about that. I, I cover this mainly for service-based businesses, and I didn't want it to, uh, you to miss out. Um, if you have a product-based business, it might not be as relevant, this uh, few things that I'm going to say now. Um, the decision of what you're offering 
should always be based on the specific needs for your ideal client, your preferences, and of course, your possibilities. Don't underestimate that. So are you going to offer one-to-one, one-to-many? So you're offering maybe um, some workshops. Are you offering it in person or online? Do you want to outsource something or can outsource something? Which locations will you use? Which programs or which tools and software are you going to actually use to deliver your services? Uh, is it going to be a one-off? So, um, or is it subscription-based or repeatedly or a series of sessions? Maybe you create a membership site, um, digital products, or in addition to physical delivery, basically. Um, might you maybe think about writing a book? Will you create courses and workshops? And maybe are you going to create workbooks for those? Or maybe even use those workbooks as um, additional products that you're going to sell? And there's a few other things to consider as well. What um, do your competitors offer? What does your target audience want? Um, how much is your target audience willing to pay? Okay, so what do they want? But what do they want to pay also for it? Um, and how much are they willing to pay? Uh, do your products and services uh, cater to the needs of your target audience? Always to ask yourself. If not, um, you don't have to start with it, to be honest. <laughs> uh, can you maybe partner up with someone and another business to provide additional value to your customers? Maybe tap into other business networks? Um, so I would like you to, I would like to encourage you to really brainstorm your products and services, write them down, what can you offer, who can you partner up with, what price structure can you, can you offer, think about that. And there's four main questions for pricing. Okay, people always ask, how can I set up my pricing? How much should I charge? Well, four main questions I would like you to consider. How much do you actually need to realize the product or service? Okay, what do you need? Because you don't have to undercharge and not be able even to cover your costs. How much can your ideal client pay? So how much can they pay? And how much are they willing to pay? It's not the same thing. One thing is, what can they pay? The other thing is, what they're willing to pay. And one thing that should not be missed is how much does it need to cost to be valued accordingly? Okay. So there is, um, these are four questions to that I always say to consider when you want to create um, your pricing. And then one um, word about confidence, really, um, because this is the last bit of the first part. No one is confident all the time. Sometimes confidence comes actually through action and getting better at things and getting good feedback. Sometimes people need to build up their confidence before they actually put themselves into action. Um, but just know you can't please everyone. Not everyone likes you and you don't like everyone. It's just the way it is and that's okay. And that's not about you. It's about what other people value in their life, how they see the world and what kind of people they would like to have around them. And the other thing to realize is you are enough the way you are. You are amazing. So a, a few things you can do to boost your confidence is positive self-affirmations. Um, don't mind too much about what other people think about you. Um, and 
being yourself, being authentic comes down to confidence. And this is why I included this in this first part, basically, of the book and this podcast. And um, there's lots more of exercises in the book that will help you to grow your confidence. But however, I just want to mention a few things here so that you also get the benefit of it. Um, and, and please remember, not no one is confident all the time, even though it seems like it, Okay, especially if you... Um, you don't have a person around you 24 hours, seven days a week. You do not know the ups and downs of each person. And um, this is really important to understand. There's some techniques. Uh, maybe you can find them also online if you want. If not, they're outlined in the book um, that come from neurolinguistic programming, NLP. Um, they're called the Museum of Old Belief, Timeline time Exercise, and Submodalities exercise and uh, like I said these are some ways to increase your confidence and that was the first part about your authentic self in the next episode we are talking about the basics that was it thanks for tuning in and just to let you know there's a free 30-day kickstart your business challenge available on my website creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart and it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days and if you could leave a review for this podcast please 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 do so because it will help me with my ranking thanks so much i'm looking forward to talking to you next time bye bye